Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Welcome to This Week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all of the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Victoria Routine. I'm your host, Michael Snyder. I'm your host, Keith Cleveland. And this week, with everything that's going on in the world, we know that just existing is hard right now. So we wanted to have the three of us come together and give you our list of what is helping us keep going through all of the ick that is happening right now. So, Keith, why don't you start us off? What's going on in your neck of the woods? How are you surviving this all? I'm doing my best. Um, The list of things keeping me going are kind of a mix of new stuff and old, reliable things I've always enjoyed. To start off with, if you ever watched any of, like, the great baking shows that are out there, they're kind of wholesome and make you feel really good because it's people doing nice things together. I found a show that's even more wholesome than that on Netflix called The Big Flower Fight, which is the same concept, people competing with each other, but they're gardening, and, like, they're building, like, these massive structures and then adding all kinds of beautiful flowers and stuff to it. But it's even more wholesome because you might see someone in a cooking show, they might, like, help you with all the ingredients here and there and give advice or motivation. In this show, they will actually stop everything and help somebody finish their project in time or like if there was one instance where someone's trying to build this massive statue and it fell and everybody stopped what they were doing came over to try and hold it up together as a group and try and save it and that went a certain way but that's just really really nice to see and it made me feel really good and it's also pretty beautiful stuff to look at right um next up something more reliable i decided to go back and watch full metal Alchemist brotherhood for the first time in probably a couple years and it's been long enough for me to forget some of the details and some of the minor characters. That show doesn't miss. Every single episode of that is amazing. They waste no time. Although I'm now in a different place in life where I'm older and mature enough to really let a certain character who I won't spoil his death hit me. It was always sad before. But like now, it's like, oh, that really, really sucks. And if you're on the Black Mirror Problem Crew, you know what I'm talking about. Um, next up, because I used to read books on the train to work every day. I don't really just sit at home and read books. I turn to audiobooks. So I'm in the third book of the Amos Decker series by David Baldacci, and that series is about a detective who has perfect recall because he got hit when he was an NFL player and had a severe head injury. So he doesn't forget anything, which is a really good skill to have when you're a detective, but it also comes with the counter aspects of like him not having really good people skills and being very blunt as a person. So it's fun seeing that dynamic and everything. And I'm also going back to The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Not only because it's a good story right now and I'm trying to like find things to look forward to and understand this crazy thing called life. It's also narrated by Jeremy Irons, who should narrate every audiobook as far as I'm concerned, and he's perfect for it. And after that, HBO Max came out recently. I've been deep in that library that is deeper than the deepest ocean. And the first thing I did was go to Harry Potter, because I love Harry Potter, as I sit here many, many times, and started watching those movies. But also, this is the first time that any property has ever had the first Prince of Bel-Air, which I own on DVD, but I don't own a DVD player because I'm a millennial in 2020. So this is my first time watching those in a few years, too. So that's been a real nice break for me. You should get a Blu-ray player. It's just nice to have jet just in case. I, too, am a millennial. Like, I think we're only, like, a couple months apart. Um, ni- neither here nor there. I'm a big supporter of old technology to preserve the ages. Um... What do you mean that death is just now affecting you? God, Keith, Keith. 
I mean, it made me sad. I just viewed it like no. a standard anime death, like move the plot along. Like, oh, that's sad. And it like gave motivation. But now that I'm watching it again as like an adult who like had aspirations to one day be a father and husband, I'm like, oh, that sucked. I, I, so I kind of get it. Now. I don't understand what being older has to do with any of that. But uh, okay, maybe I was cold hearted. Who knows? I, I accept that as an answer. But um, yes, watch Brotherhood. It's fantastic. It's it's one of the greats and. It's the it's the uh, yin to another series yang that I think we're all going to talk about at some point in some capacity. Um, still need to watch the big flower fight. I've been told that Forged in Fire on yes, Hulu is also a really it. wholesome competition show, except they're making weapons. So I need to watch both of these because they keep circulating my mind. So after I'm done with another series, uh, I think that's what I'm going to go to. I have not watched Brotherhood. I know. I'm aware. I get it. Um, I'm just gonna make a whole fool of myself on this episode, and that's okay. I'm getting there now. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. We didn't have cable. I didn't get to watch... The, I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. I still don't think I'm technically allowed to watch The Simpsons. I just don't live in the house anymore. Um, so a lot of these things I started when I was in college, and I still haven't caught up yet. So I'm just behind, guys. It's fine. I'll get there. I have been eyeing the big fa- flower fight, so I'll have to get to that. But as you will see with my list of things, I've been kind of on, like, instead of just going... I just noticed this when I was rereading my list, that it's not so much, like super wholesome content it's all like just this line of revolutionaries so apparently that's that's what i need right now um but i do think that that some wholesome content would be good in there so definitely the big flower fight and Mikel, you are right forged in fire is great um my husband is a blacksmith so we have watched that since the beginning and it's awesome um but for my list of resistance, I guess, um, most of these are things that I've talked about before with a couple of new ones thrown in there. My first one is Hunters on Amazon Prime, which is about hunting down and killing Nazis who have come over to the United States generally with the help and knowledge of the United States government. Is anyone shocked? And then there is a group of marginalized, made up of people from marginalized communities. So there are, there's a black woman, there's of course a a range of people of the Jewish faith, Um, there is an Asian person, there's all sorts of different people who come together and make this group of hunters who go after these hidden Nazis. And I just kind of need it. I will give kind of a content warning here. It's pretty graphic. Um, it's got kind of a comic book style about it. Uh, in a little bit of like a 300 vein where they kind of stop what's going on and, and turn to a comic book type of filmography. So just know that if you're going to watch it, it's deep, it's dark, it's heavy, and it's pretty graphic. So, uh... When I am not up for that, 
I've been watching Avatar The Last Airbender again for the first time. I'm so happy for you. I know. I avoided this question. This is one of the first questions you get asked in the BNP chat, behind the scenes stuff. You get asked your Hogwarts house and you get asked, what bender are you? And I just like was like, ah, I'm at work. Can't chat. (laughs) (laughs) And just avoided that question because it was like my first day and I was like, oh my god, they're gonna know, like, I don't belong here. Like, they're gonna kick me out. I can't tell them that I haven't watched it. So, I'm there now. I'm watching it. It's amazing. I don't understand why I don't have a flying bison. I need one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's been really great and and definitely has that type of like fight and resistance without being super dark. So that's been awesome. On the book side, uh, We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Faiza, which is inspired by the Middle Eastern, like old Arabic Islamic Empire world but is sword and sorcery and is super awesome and I am reading that. Uh, And Rosewater by Tade Thompson, which is a Nigerian sci-fi book. And I just started it, but it is great so far. There are techno-telepaths, which is just awesome. And it's set in Nigeria and it's going to be a trilogy, so I'm super excited. And then on the comic book side, I've actually been super into Hover Girls by GDB, who is an amazing artist. If you do not follow them, please, please, please do. I also just got a delivery from their shop of tons of goodies, and I'm super excited. Um, but GDB's art is amazing. Uh, they've done a lot of covers for Violet Mag, which is also a good choice to go to. But Hover Girls specifically is on Webtoon. The finale just started. Part one of the finale is up right now. And it is about Latinx magical girls who save the world. So, yeah, absolutely go and read it. But, yeah, that's my list. Well, to, to be fair, to be fair, Nickelodeon was the sole reason to, was the sole place to get access to Avatar, and then it just sort of vanished off the face of the earth for a little bit. This is the first time that a lot of people are watching Avatar, because it's available on Netflix, which is really accessible compared to freaking Amazon Prime's video catalog that's buried 17 layers deep and behind a paywall, like... Like, this is good for us that Netflix is getting there. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, and speaking to this point, Avatar was the one series that I was also thinking about when Keith mentioned Brotherhood. Um, a author that I follow on Twitter, uh, Paul Kruger, he had a tweet that circulated about two years ago that said, Avatar is an Eastern fantasy through Western eyes, and Full Metal Alchemist is a Western fantasy through Eastern eyes, and they're both perfect. That's that's the quote. That's the tweet. And it's one of the truest things that I've ever seen on Twitter. Um, watch both. Enjoy both. And they're just great. And political as hell. Just in case. Like, it... it You feel something. It talks... They, they tackle a lot of complicated issues, but they tackle it really well. So there's that. Uh, 
I've I've started reading more and more webtoons as well. My friend had a comic there, Messenger, that I started reading. That's how I got introduced to the platform. And then I keep finding more as I dig there. And then Crunchyroll's adapting a lot of these webtoons into comics. So it's just like, I'm in, I guess. This is... This is a fandom that I exist a part of, and it's 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 a free app, and it's really easy to use. So yeah, go use Webtoons. Yeah, I want to second that. Like I go through Webtoons at least a few times a week. Some of the favorite series I read regularly are Cubist Arrows, Live with Yourself, Axed, uh, Blue Share, of course. My giant nerd boyfriend's wonderful, and Adventures of God is like some of the best humor I can find anywhere. And you can get through all of it in like thirty seconds. So yes, go to Webtoons. It's free, and it's a source of joy in this time when we need something. There's also a short story contest going on on Webtoon right now uh, that ends, the submission period ends on June 30th, but if you are at home and you've got more time or you've just been like thinking about doing a series, this would be a great time to do it. So, yeah. I do have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> Is it my turn? It is. <laughs> All right, so so we're gonna we're gonna bridge the gap. So uh, me and Victoria last week talked about Central Park and the inevitable fact that I need to get Apple TV. I have not done that yet because I started rewatching Avatar as well, and I'm on the last four episodes as we speak. So that I I put it off because it's like I have this many hours of content. I don't need more yet. But then, like, I I was bored last night, so I started looking up, like, clips from Central Park, and it just sort of, like, I need to, I need to get this immediately, and I hate that I'm getting another streaming service, but, like, it's gonna be worth it, because it looks wholesome, and joyful, and happy, and there is so much singing, I can't, I can't, I'm so excited to talk about this next week in full musical detail. I'm sorry to whoever my co-host is next week, because there's gonna be singing. I've been watching a lot of animated stuff in order to get through the last couple weeks for whatever reason, so I'll tell you the romance of these birds who cannot fly! That's actually a quote from uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, and I've mentioned this on, on, the, on the podcast before, but it's about a student council in, in high school where the president and vice president like each other, but they have absolutely no communication skills when it comes to admitting that they have feelings for each other, and it just escalates in really weird and bizarre and surprisingly wholesome ways despite all of the innuendo that's happening there, so that's been on Funimation. That that was sort of like the breaking point, so it's like, I'll get another streaming service, surely this won't come back and haunt me. Um, it's coming back to haunt me, but uh, Funimation's been great for that. Um, also been playing a lot of lot of video games, unsurprisingly. Uh, party games, particularly Jackbox, has always been like a nice source for uh, bringing people together and just like letting loose steam. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, we found a new game called User Words by a different uh, game studio, but a very similar architecture where we like put our own subtitles and things, fill in the blanks, make our own clickbait headlines. It's it's wild. It's been it's been nice being able to hear people's voices and play games with them because I miss my tabletop group. I miss standard social interactions in the same room. So this is a close second. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing a lot of is this is gonna sound weird, but it's a game called Slay the Spire 
and it's a genre of games called a roguelike, which is based on a old, old game called Rogue, which was one, really hard, two, required you to basically experiment and fumble your way through this and make like incremental process and you just died a lot repeatedly. So Slay the Spire is one of these roguelikes. It's a roguelike-like, I think is the nomenclature because it's deviated sufficiently, but uh, you play in a post-apocalyptic world where a giant space whale resurrects you and then you fight your way up the tower and it's really hard and really difficult. But there's something, like, uplifting about, like, learning from your mistakes, about, like, figuring things out very slowly. And eventually, like, the things that you used to struggle with beforehand become, like, this is the easiest thing in the world. And that sense of mastery and and learning and progression, really, has been really cool. It has a very cool art style, great music, surprisingly funny for being set in a fantasy steampunk-type end-of-the-world scenario where it's just a giant tower that has things that want to stop you. And yeah, it's weird that that is part of my uplifting media, but like I've spent like 50 plus hours on it and it's just nice having something that I can just like focus with. And while like failure is not the end of the story, it's just preparing for the next chapter where you can succeed and then you can do it all over again. It's really like life right now. So... I have also done the dive. I actually did it. I did the dive this morning because I just didn't want to get out of bed and I have an iPhone. So I did the Apple TV thing this morning. I've gotten through two episodes of Central Park. It's amazing. It's worth it. So I am excited to hear your thoughts on it. And yeah, I also like I also like the animes and I have Crunchyroll. I don't think I have Funimation yet. We'll see if that happens. Just all the subscription services. You you can get away with 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 just Crunchyroll for True. like ninety five percent of stuff because yes. Hulu also has a lot of the Funimation catalog right now. It's just that Funimation's trying to position itself like every other streaming service in existence into being its own separate platform. So Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 1 ah, on Hulu. Got it. Season 2 okay. exclusively on Funimation, <laughs> which is like why are you doing this to me? So if you, you can watch the... Yeah. Hulu is basically like a sample platter right now, right? Like, you can, like, mm-hmm. get stuff here and there. Like, Aparama, uh, that, that's on Hulu. Uh, it had to be pulled because of, you know, the pandemic and everything going on. So, like, there hasn't been a new episode in, in a minute, not to my knowledge. Um, but, like, that's on Hulu. It's also on Funimation. So, like, that's great. That's nice. Um... The the most ridiculous show that I've watched that's also on hiatus is Ooh. the Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. I love saying that title every time. Um, and I found out that the reason it's called that's because oh, his nice. bank account balance is literally unlimited. So like he spends millions and millions of yens to pay for structure damage and property damage that he causes. And his robot butler is just sort of like, your bank account doesn't even register that this is an issue. That's awesome. That also sounds good. So that's also on Funimation. It's, it's great. And with that, that brings our 
our uplifting media episode to a close, but we do still have some news. News surprisingly did happen this week, there just wasn't a lot of it. So this is all lightning round. We're just going to go over some few bulleted list topics of things that we think you might be interested in during these strange times. So Pokemon Sword and Shield dropped the latest trailer for their expansion pass and revealed that Isle of Armor will be available a bit sooner than expected on June 17th. CW's Batwoman has decided that instead of recasting Kate Kane since Ruby Rose left the show, they're just going to introduce a legacy character instead, which isn't unheard of, just a little weird. And finally, DC Comics announced that they are cutting dies with Diamond, the monopoly of comics distribution in everywhere. Just everywhere. Uh, DC Paradicals are now being made available through Luna Distribution and UCS Comic Distributors, and graphic novels through Penguin Random House. Now, while this does signal the end of the Diamond Monopoly, it also puts retailers in a difficult position when it comes to managing costs and orders from multiple different sources, where they had relied on bulk discounts beforehand. And fun fact, the last time something similar happened, it caused the monopoly we had in the first place. So, please talk to your local comic book shops and figure out the best way you can support them during this weird transition time. They love you. They want to get you your comics. It's going to be a little weirder now for a lot of different reasons. So, if you'd like to hear our thoughts on these or anything else in your news, feel free to tweet us at the Black Nerd Problems Twitter with the hashtag TWINN. That was this week in Nerd News. Tune in next week for more pop culture. I am Mikkel Snyder. I'm Victoria Bertin. And I'm your host, Keith Weekly. And please remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next week. Bye.